What's going on, everybody? Thanks for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature yeah. today, Chris Cooper. Chris, how you doing, brother? Good. Man. <laughs> Thanks so much for taking the Thank time. You. It's an honor to have you. I'm so excited for everybody to just to get to know you deeper as a man, as a professional. I, I just can't wait. I really can't. Let's do it. Uh, so let's just start with the first question. I guess tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay, uh, a little bit about myself. Uh, Chris Cooper, I am 45 years old. I have lived in Colorado since I was three. I'm originally from Michigan, wow. blue, blue. Love it. Um, in 77, so when I was three, my folks, we, we grew up right outside of Michigan. And hmm. I'm sorry, right outside of Detroit, Michigan. Okay. And as you can imagine, it wasn't ideally where they wanted to be. Fair enough. So in 77, my folks took a three-year-old and my sister, a six-year-old, put us in a van and we toured the town or wow. toured the states. Wow. I'm not sure the exact number, but it was something like 35 or 40 states that they toured. Get out of here. We're talking the 70s. So, of course, there was certain smells that I got used to. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I've heard enough Eagles and ABBA and stuff like that, but it's one of those... I always admired my parents. I mean, how do you take a three-year-old and a six-year-old, put them in a van for months, hmm. and try to figure out where you want to be? And I, I, I couldn't imagine. So they knew they wanted to be Colorado. Mm -hmm. It sounds like their first choice was Fort Collins. Interesting. But back in 77, the jobs weren't there. You know, Fort Collins is great now, mm -hmm. but back in, in the day, it was very far. Hmm. So, Fort Collins was their choice, didn't work out, so then they said, okay, let's do something else. So they came down south, and they, I don't want to say settled, but they chose Colorado Springs. Sure. Um, we moved in, uh, 77, and went to the Village 7 area, which is on the east side of town, mm -hmm. and um, that's that's where I grew up. Love it. Um, my, my parents, they, 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 they did it right. They, um, my dad actually started his real estate career in 71. Okay. Runs in the family. Runs here, in the family. We're getting, we're getting some commonality. Yes, we are. Um, and then my mom, she got her real estate license right after. So when we first moved here, the first house she sold was to her family. Hmm. And we grew up on Oro Blanco, which is the side of town. Yeah. And at that time, it was the outskirts of town. Wow. So I'm 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 a Colorado Springs boy. Mm. Uh, I, Truly, I, a tr uh, like a transplant native. I, I mean, I, it's the closest I, thing to a native. Three be, years be, old. Be, besides, go blue. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those. Um, I am. I, I I grew up in District 11. Right. So I went to Penrose Elementary, Irving, and then Mitchell. Wow. Uh, after that, I did go to UCCS. Hmm. Well, it's oh, okay. well, a great school. No, that's no, the, school. the school is great. Yeah. It's just my grades, basically. They're like, yeah, maybe school's not. Uh, that's, <laughs> great. that's great. Um, but it, it's one of those, yeah, I grew up here. And even though I've traveled a lot, every time I go somewhere, this is where I want to be. Wow. You know, I've, I've done California, Florida. I've done um, a lot of places, buddy. Mm -hmm. But it's one of those 
nothing beats Colorado, especially Colorado Springs. I mean, wow. our climate here is so unbelievable. Mm. Uh, I love the fact that we have four seasons. I love the fact that we don't have much humidity. And with no humidity means you don't have a lot of bugs. Right. And so I love how we have these wonderful evenings where you can go for walks and stuff. Right. So, um, so yeah, I, I grew up in Colorado Springs. Um, my high school years, you know, may, maybe they weren't the priority that they should have been. Sure. That, that's a lot of us. <laughs> that's a lot of us watching or listening. Yeah, right? yeah. My, my, my dad, if he watches this, he'll be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised I might have graduated. But um, one of the coolest things that happened to me is on my 16th birthday, my dad, um, he loved tough love. Okay. And one of the things that he did is on my 16th birthday, he took me, and, and remember, kind of the Constitution or Blanco, so sure. east side of town, he put me in the car, and he took me down south, and I'm not the exact sure, it's either Fountain and Academy, Airport and Academy, it was far enough away, Sure. but he basically said, get the hell out of my car, and don't come home till you get a job. Wow. Now, my dad's sure a lot of things, but the one thing he doesn't do is joke. Mm -hmm. So, it's one of those, when I get out of the car, you don't go back. So on my 16th birthday, and um, I started walking, and I started finding every car dealership, every restaurant, everything that would allow a 16-year-old that's never had a job before, mm. I, I, I went in and applied. Wow. Well, by the next day, I had like five different interviews, and the, the one that I took was a little Mexican restaurant called Pepe's. Mm -hmm. It was down at Maysland and Academy, started out as uh, a busboy, wow. and uh, I, I'm still friends with the owners now, uh, Sean and Mary Morris. Uh, I, I, hopefully you're watching, uh, but they own a great Mexican restaurant up north, up in Monument, um, La Casa Fiesta. Oh, yeah. And cool. uh, great, great For people, sure. great food. But that's how I really got my real estate going. Okay. And okay. Well, I'm sorry. So maybe not my real estate, but it's one of those. That's how I got my, my career going. Right. So even though school was really not the answer for me, sure. um, I understood the value of a dollar. So at 16, I started working and as a busboy, and back then you had to be 21 to be a waiter. Okay. So I was a busser, became a host, and uh, it was great. Worked there for a couple of years, um, worked my way up the ladder, and yeah. it, it was great. From there, I, I went to a fine dining restaurant okay. that's no longer here, and that was called Sarasota's. Wow. Sarasota's was down at Vickers and Academy, um, which is pretty close to where my office is now. And it was the closest thing we had to fine dining in Colorado Springs besides okay. the Broadmoor. Interesting. And back then, so we're talking, you know, early 90s, mm -hmm. you're, you're spending about $20, $25 a plate. And in Colorado Springs, that was a lot of money. For sure. But, um, you know, same thing. I started out as a busser, and by the time I was 21, they actually made me a waiter slash manager. Wow. And I got it. I understood the value of money. I understood the value of you work hard. You know, you, 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 things are, good things are going to happen right. to you. So at that point, I was offered um, basically to start up my own restaurant. So at 21, oh. almost 22, Myself and a guy named Steve Olas mm -hmm. and a couple friends, we started up uh, a restaurant, and it was seafood. Okay. And it was 
fresh seafood. Mm -hmm. Colorado, you know, yeah, <laughs> fresh, as fresh as it can be, right? It's fresh as it can yeah. be. But I, I, you know, I, I helped open up a restaurant. We had live bands, and it was really, really cool. And for Colorado Springs, early '90s, it, it was it was really cutting edge. Love it. You're welcome, Gary. <laughs> um, okay, so it, it was wonderful, and and I did some of the hiring. Hmm. So what does a 21-year-old do when he's hiring? Well, he hires every beautiful woman that, you know, comes in there. Uh, sorry, I, I don't think I hired a single guy. Wow, yeah. <laughs> so, the truth is coming out. The truth here, is coming right? out. Is so, yeah. Um, but I was there for about a year, year and a half, and honestly, it just, it wasn't me. Okay. And at that point, I had a friend that was wanting to open up a pizza place down in Colorado City. Okay. And it was called Bojo's, and we still have a Bojo's, I believe, up in Iowa City. So if you're heading up to the ski resorts, it's a great place. Yeah. Um, but we opened up one in Old Colorado City mm -hmm. on the 25th or the 26th block of uh, Colorado. Okay. And same kind of thing. I got to hire people. Mm -hmm. Amazingly, it was all female staff. Yeah. And uh, but I, I worked there for a couple years, mm -hmm. and then. I, I guess it was at 22 or 23, they came to me and said, you know what, the numbers just aren't working how they should, hmm. and we're looking to lay off people. Oh, no. And I was a manager, and I was like, well, what, what, what does lay off mean? I've mm -hmm. never been laid off. And they right. said, well, basically, you, you, know, you get unemployment insurance hmm. up to like four months and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, so I don't get to work and I get paid. That sounds amazing. There you go. There's a concept. <laughs> There's an amazing concept. Yeah. So that's what I did is mm -hmm. I, I, I volunteered and I took unemployment wow. and I decided to get my real estate license. Okay. So I was 23 years old, mm -hmm. getting my real estate license and a little backstory is going back to my parents. Mm -hmm. So my dad originally got his license in 71 in okay. Michigan. My mom got her license, I'm going to say the early, or I'm sorry, the late 70s. Okay. Uh, she was a Century 21 agent. Mm -hmm. And so I was always around real estate. Right. And when you're around something growing up, you know that's the one thing you're not going to do. Oh, I've heard that several times. And to me, I'm thinking, that's, that's a great example, but maybe not. Maybe it's telling you, I don't want to go that way, because I, I, I don't know. I mean, well, and, and that's it. So because I saw real estate in the 70s and early 80s, mm -hmm. well, back then, how did they do real estate? They had the books. Right. And if you wanted to go show homes... You had to go to the individual real estate offices, check out a key, mm. go show a house, come back, drop off the key, you know, and then look at the book again. And <laughs> at this book, you might be calling, and it's like, well, we sold five days ago. But that was the most current thing that they had. Wow. So why am I going to waste my time on stuff like that? Mm. I mean, it could take you three hours to show you one house. Right. Well, when I got my license in 97, mm -hmm. well comes the internet sure you know i mean it was the old dial up but it was one of those hey we're we're working smarter so the internet you could actually see real estate live you could see it mm. you know as close to now as you can right uh you still have to rely on the agents putting in everything correctly but it's one of those it was live well the other thing is they had lock boxes so now you don't have to go to the individual office and check out a key and stuff like that. Mm. So if you want to go show a home, which was kind of a new concept, you went, you set up a showing on the MLS, right. 
that you saw right then and there. You showed the home. So it was finally working smarter, not harder. Love that. And that's when I was like, that's it. That's what I wanted to do. Okay. So I got my license March 4th, 1997. Wow, Chris. My uh, first appointment, I went. It was probably the first couple of days. Okay. And it's, it's one of those... I went to a listing appointment and I nailed it, buddy. Uh, I nailed it. Yes. I mean, it, it, it was probably, you know, I remember the home. It was up in uh, the Norwood area, okay. uh, northeast area of Colorado Springs. And, you know, back then the, the purchase price was probably 125 or something ridiculous. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, and I did a great job. Yeah. And at the very end, they said, you know what? And if you weren't 23, we'd hire you in a heartbeat. Oh, ouch. Oh, come and it on. killed me. It killed me. Uh. So then I kind of went into the office administrative and tried to learn um, the behind the scenes because honestly it did it it, it killed me the first couple of years. Sure. Um, but then my 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 friends started buying houses and stuff like that. Okay. And one giant part that I'm forgetting mm -hmm. is so I got my license in 1997. Well, 1993, my parents uh, they were working for a Remax office here in town. Okay. Um, they loved the idea of the balloon. They mm. thought the Remax was just the best thing back then. Sure. And it's still a wonderful name. Oh, yeah. But it's just one of those, they thought it was the best thing. Mm. So they opened up their own Remax. Wow. So in 1993, they opened up Remax Partners. Okay. And Remax Partners, they said, um, you know, each office has their own. Do you pay for the desk? Mm. You know, do you pay a, a split? How do you do it? Well, they, you know, Remax has their own philosophy, and I'm not sure if we're allowed to get into that. Sure. But they, they talked about, well, what if you shared an office? What if you became partners? Hmm. So two people in one office, now the office fees are less. You can be a partner. You don't have to. But the partners was, you know, share an office for sure. And a lot of people ended up being partners. Wow, all right. And so it, it was a great concept, and they did very well. Hmm. They owned the company from 93 to, I believe, early 2004. That's great. And um, it was a great success. I think at the time they had give or take 55, 60 agents. Wow. And when they sold, they sold at the right time. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was, it was great. Yeah, I love that. Would I ever want to do it? No. <laughs> no. First no. bets, Joe Clements, yeah. uh, you know, you, you guys can have it, Gary Martinez, yeah. even though we know Amy does all the work. <laughs> you mentioned a lot of great titans in that list. Uh, but it, it's, it's, it's one of those, I've never had the desire to be sure. a broker owner. Sure. Broker owners are the hardest workers. Mm. Uh, they have the most liability on them. Right. I, I don't want to do what they do. Hmm. It's one of those, um, they're, they're the unsung heroes because sure. they really are watching every contract. They really are watching everything because they are the ones liable for us. Right. Well, I, I've got enough going on that I, I, I want to make sure I'm doing everything correctly. I don't want to watch 30, 50, 75, 100 agents. So, um, yeah, that's the basics of my well story, said. buddy. No, I love that. And it, there's so much background to that and, and to who you are and obviously where you're at right now um, with your career path. And you've seen so much change and so much adjustment in this city, in this town. Um, it's unbelievable, right? Oh, so, absolutely. Uh, and you had mentioned a couple areas and they've just completely morphed. And, and there's so many people flooding in here. A lot of the stuff that you said earlier about the, the weather conditions and the seasons, and there's so many people flooding in here for all those reasons and so much more so. 
I love the city too, and anybody who's from here or lives here, they get it. If you're not, you need to visit because it's a great place. Oh, it's unbelievable. Uh, wow. But I do want to go into a, a slightly de- uh, different topic into this, and I think this is, will give a deeper window into who you are too, Chris, okay. and why you do what you do. So uh, this is a why question. Really, what motivates you? What drives you to do what you do to lovely do it at? It gets you excited every morning, right? I mean, what is that for you? Well, okay, so I've been a realtor 22 years. Right. 45 years old, I'm basically half my life doing it. Wow. Um, the why has changed, buddy. Mm, um, okay. Uh, when I first got into it, well, when you work restaurants, mm-hmm. you work with everyone else doesn't. Okay. So I was working every Mother's Day, every Easter, mm. every Thanksgiving. You know, I always had the Christmas off, but I was working when everyone else wasn't. Wow. And so you choose real estate. Sure. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but, but it's one of those, um, I was sick of leaving family functions to go work. Hmm. And that was the ultimate why in the beginning, especially wow. Thanksgiving. Working at a fine dining place, I worked quite a few things, you know, three or so Thanksgivings. Yeah. And my folks always had 20, 30, 40 people at the house. Hmm. And before the turkey came out, I had to leave for work. And, and and it was horrible. So it's hmm. one of those one day when I grow up. I, I still haven't grown up yet. Yeah. But it's I don't one know that you guys have, really. I mean. uh, but it's, it's one of those, that's where the why was. Okay. Um, was I wanted to control my own hours. Um, and that's honestly the basics of my real estate career is uh, there's an agent that I, I learned from early on, okay. Brian Macker. Wow. Whether you, you're still watching this stuff or not, oh, Brian yeah. Macker, he, he, he's an amazing guy. He's been around longer than I have. For sure. And one of the first things he told me was, control your business or mm-hmm. your business will control you. So well said. Well, what does that mean? He says, well, what's important to you? And I said, weekends. My mm-hmm. weekends are important. My evenings are important. Great, then control it. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair to any new agent, kiss that goodbye. Uh, <laughs> for a while, yeah, for sure. In, in the beginning, you're yeah. going to do open houses. You're going to work evenings. You're going to do the stuff that other people don't. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those you have to you have to do that because you've got to build your sphere. Mm-hmm. you got to do whatever you can do to survive. Sure. And so the first couple of years, I, I did. I worked when everyone else didn't. Mm. And I, I, I was compensated very well. Sure. I, I did quite a few, you know, life was pretty good. Right. I, I made some pretty good money. Sure. Um, in 1999, I, um, I met my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually at a blind date. Ah, uh, a guy okay. named Jeff Bowles, if you're watching. Uh, oh, his wow. dad is Barry Bowles over mm-hmm. at a Real Estate Group. I know mm-hmm. he's sold it since then. Yeah. But it's one of those Jeff actually said, I met your wife. And she's at her office, and so where does a realtor meet his future wife? I met her in a driveway at a parade of phones. Okay. <laughs> there we go. In the business. In the business. That's so so it, it was up in uh, Kingsdeer, okay. which is a neighborhood up north, up in Monument. Mm-hmm. And I met my future wife up wow. in a driveway. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we dated seven weeks. Okay. And then I proposed. Wow. I knew. You knew. Yeah. I knew. And it's one of those, uh, we, we were blessed, and we had two great kids. Mm-hmm. Got a 16-year-old daughter and a 13-year-old son. Wow. 
And even though, uh, unfortunately, you know, it didn't work out last year, sure. um, and we won't get into that, but it's sure. just one of those, I am a believer, and mm -hmm. I'm, I believe that there's a plan, and the plan was for me to be married 18 years. Awesome. And um, now there's a new plan. Hmm. And every day I, I kind of try to figure out what, what that is. Wow. And that's probably where my why is now. Okay. So my why is more what's next. Mm -hmm. And um, I still love helping first-time home buyers. Sure. I still love helping Broadmoor buyers. Mm -hmm. um, I still love my business. But it's one of those for the last 18 months, it's, it's changed a lot. I mean, right. when, when you have a divorce, which mm -hmm. you weren't expecting and really didn't want. Sure. Um, it sent me back. Wow. One thing that I did that I'm very proud of mm -hmm. is uh, my little slogan for the last 18 months is I never slept in once. Wow. And you hear of these stories of people that, you know, go through a divorce mm -hmm. or death or something that's, I mean, a, a hardship. Yeah. A hardship. Mm -hmm. And they can't get out of bed for a year. They can't mm -hmm. do whatever. And I said, that's not going to be me. Wow. So I, I, I said, that's it. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to not sleep in. So I, I'd wake up and I would go for a walk, or I'd wake up and I would do something active. Okay. Uh, last year, was it my best year? No, okay. last year was probably one of my worst years I've wow. ever had. Hmm. But I never slept in, buddy. I never, I never let it hmm. take me down all the way. Okay. And if I could say, did it take me down? Oh, it took me down. Sure. But it's one of those I never slept in and I always went after it. Hmm. So my why now is probably why why not see what God has for me in hmm. next? I, I, I love that, Chris. And, and again, thanks for sharing, you know, so much information and inspiration into that. And, you know, leading into the very beginning, talking about, you know, being in charge of your time and, and spending your time with your family and not having to leave every meal or special occasion to go to work. And, and that, that big why and driver, I don't think there's anything more important than family, right? I mean, oh, I, I think that's there. So I love that background into to what you're talking about. But then your next phase in your life is really saying, okay, where do I take this? Who can I inspire? What can I do? And um, learning from every single experience, positive or negative, and then projecting that into who you are. And, and it speaks volumes about you know you and your character and integrity. Obviously, the reputation you have in the marketplace is, is impeccable, and there's so many people that love and respect you. Hopefully, a lot of them are watching or listening. Uh, but I, I think that that's, that's huge, and I, I want everybody to really feel that because that's, that's a big window into this man right here. So uh, I do want to go on to the next okay. question, sure. if that's cool. So um, this particular one is a crowd pleaser. Okay. Uh, the, the viewers and the, and the listeners, subscribers of this particular series, they want to know what the Titans are doing or have done to grow their business. What successes they've had or advice they could give. So I look at it um, and say, if you could look back at your business thus far, Chris, in your career, and pick or choose a few things, you know, one or two, that you added that took it from one level to the next. Okay. What's that look like for you? Um, had to learn this over. Okay. Uh, so in the beginning... Uh, when you first get your license, mm -hmm. people are going to tell you, um, make the phone calls, shake the hands, mm -hmm. be in front of the people. It's still there. It's, it's still <laughs> there. <laughs> and it, it, it's one of those, um, so being in the business 22 years, fifth, year 15 to 20, I got lazy, buddy. Wow. I did. It's one of okay. those, the business was coming to me. Mm -hmm. I still stayed in touch. I still did whatever. But it's one of those I did. I got lazy. Okay. And um, so what am I doing now? Mm -hmm. So even though I'm in it 22 years, I'm going to do the stuff that I did in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to shake the hands, I'm going to make the phone calls, I'm going to go out to lunch, I'm going to get myself in front of people. Love it. There's not a huge secret, in my opinion, with real estate. Right. Real estate still comes down to uh, communication. Mm-hmm. It, it still comes down to relationships. Um, you know, you take the average you take the average person, they probably know 5, 10, 15 realtors. Oh, gosh, yeah. So they go to church with them. Their next-door neighbors them. Well, you know, whoever just got their license two days ago. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to lose the business here and there. You're, you're always going to lose some business to people that you don't expect to. Sure. And, and, and it, it's tough, but... For honestly, about five years, I got lazy, mm-hmm. and I, I waited for the phone calls for them to call me. Right. I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got lazy on technology. Okay. Um, my Facebook, my Instagram, yeah, well, you know, it's a great place to watch videos. It's a great place to see what the Rocky score is sure. or something like that. But it's, it's one of those I really didn't take that serious. Mm-hmm. But now that... Not only did my life start over, but my real estate life is too. Wow. So one thing that I did is about a month ago, I hired a business coach. Ah, love that. And what's the first thing she's teaching me to do? The basics. Mm -hmm. But I I need someone to help me. Mm -hmm. So even though I'm more seasoned, more a lot of things than a lot of realtors, there are new agents that are kicking butts because they're doing the basics a whole lot better than this veteran is. So I'm mm-hmm. learning from the newbies, sure. and it, it's one of those, I don't care how long you're in the business, mm-hmm. you've got to do the basics, wow. and I didn't, and I'm going to again. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, what's the secret? It's relationships. It, wow. It's staying in touch with people. It's communicating. Mm-hmm. It's. I know a lot of agents do the parties, and they do whatever. Sure. That's not me, and it never will be, and if I did it, it would be fake, buddy. Okay. So it's one of those, I have to go out to lunch. Mm-hmm. I need to go see them. I need to um, stop by their house, whatever, because that is how I built my business, and that's how I'm going to do it again. Hmm. Chris, I, I mean, I think that that's huge advice all the way through and through. I, I mean, being uh, knowledgeable enough and humble enough to say, hey, you know what? I, I got to a certain point and I was just kind of waiting. I was waiting for that thing. I paid my dues and now it's time for me to sit back and relax a little bit. But the true professionals, as you stated, they're always focusing on the basics. Um, it's an old adage, um, you know, get back to the basics. But then the, the turnaround is the true pros never leave, right? So that's exactly what you said here. And there's, there's so much truth to that. And it's just, it's, you just got to keep at it. It's consistent. I love what you also mentioned in there, and hopefully everybody picked this up as well, but if you're talking about really focusing on um, that time management and being genuine to who you are, not doing things that, you know, you said, I'm not the, the, the party guy and that sort of thing and doing these, the, these deals. I mean, being genuine in nature and not being fake, being an original, that's so key to success. Yeah. And, and there's so many professionals out there that are watching and listening that they try to be everything to everyone. And that's just not that's not the right way to go about it. You're not going to please everybody. You're not going to you're not going to work with anybody. You don't have to, right? I mean, you 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 don't. So okay, so being in the business that long. So I, I was with Remax for give or take twelve years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, being my parents' company, you know, I got some benefits sure. of you know cheaper rents and stuff like that. 
But when I left Remax, I went to one of the best companies in town, in my mm-hmm. opinion, Platinum Group. Sure. You know, we got uh, McGuire, Wiseman, mm-hmm. uh, Finelli was there. We, you know, an amazing company that that still has a great presence in oh, town. And um, I was there for five years. Mm-hmm. And when I was there, the one person I probably watched the most was uh, Debbie Reardon. Oh, yeah, Debbie. And Debbie oh, was Debbie. amazing, you yeah. know, Miss Peregrine. Mm-hmm. And one thing she did really well is she would do the parties for her clients a couple times a year. And she did these amazing things. Mm-hmm. I never could do them. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I never will because it's not me. Wow. You know, um, can I take you out for a beer or sure. go see a Rockies game or whatever. Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm good at. Debbie did certain things, and what I learned is that's not me, so don't try. Mm-hmm. And it works for her, and it Love does it. really well. But you got to do what's good for you, and that wasn't me. Awesome. So, um, yeah, so everywhere I've gone, I mean, uh, from Remax to Platinum, then I went to a small company called Modoon, mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Modoon, yep. one of the my, my favorite guys in this world. For sure. Uh, and he was there during my divorce. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those, it, it's another God thing. Right. It's, a, it's one of those, so I go from a big company like Platinum, no negatives, mm-hmm. to a small company where there's like five of us. Right. So I got to build this relationship with Patrick Muldoon, who's really there every single day. Mm-hmm. And there were days I just went in and I cried, buddy. And wow. I just, I, I couldn't get past the next hour. Oh, and so I was with this guy that helped me tremendously. And, you know, um, I, I'm very thankful he was in my life. Mm-hmm. And now he's become one of my best friends. Love it. So um, the next step was, I, I came over to Cutting Edge. Right. And why did I choose Cutting Edge? Yeah. Well, it goes back to the Platinum days. You know, I got to know Gary Martinez and Amy Koontz and Chris Cowles and got to meet these amazing people at Platinum, which is a great company, but they took what they learned from there and they put their own twist on it and brought it over and started their own company to Cutting Edge. And it's just one of those that's amazing how my career has also followed my life. Mm. So there's no place I'd rather be right now ah, so it's yeah it's it's awesome yeah and, and wonderful place I mean it's uh if you haven't been in here you got to check it out it's absolutely phenomenal and everybody that you mentioned there's so many amazing names and and wise experienced professionals out there and a lot of them are featured on the show so take a look back at the archives they're in there but uh Chris I, I I love that that's huge huge advice and again hopefully everybody wrote that down took that to heart and took notes basics listen to this watch it basics. again basics 22 years right. do the basics here we yeah. go reach out to this man Please I mean do. you know if you need anything he's a wealth of knowledge I mean you can go all day long with the advice after all that time of being in the business to continue so Chris this is awesome um, I want to shift gears a little bit. Sure. And this is the tricky part of this particular series and interview. I'm out of <laughs> uh, and, and we're cut. Here we go. Uh, it's, it's the challenge question. Okay. Right? I mean, at the end of the day, we all deal with challenges and struggles in our lives. No yeah. one's exempt. Whether it's in the future, um, in the past, or in the present, we all have things we go through. Um, but I'm a firm believer in it's not so much what happens, but how we respond, what we can learn from it. And that doesn't take away from the pain or, or the struggle. But I think that we want to try to come out as positive as possible in a learning experience for ourselves or the people around us. Uh, so if you're comfortable sharing a challenge yeah. that you dealt with. Um, um, you know, absolutely. Like? My, my, my two biggest challenges, okay. uh, one was the divorce. Okay. Uh, like I said, I, it's nothing I was expecting. It's nothing I wanted. Right. Um, and I fought for it. It's just um, 
her, God, however you want to say it, had different opinions on it. Right. So that was a huge challenge. But I have a 13-year-old son, and okay. when he was four, he got sick. And for seven years, he was sick. Oh, no. And I ended up where he had a thing called inflammatory bowel disease okay. or ulcerative colitis. Yeah. He had surgeries after surgeries. He, uh, he, it was, it was bad. Mm. We, we spent so much time at Children's Hospital. Sure. There were nights that... Uh, the X or I would sleep outside of his room or we would put him in our bed and I would sleep on the floor because we wanted to make sure he was going to breathe through the night. Right. And it's one of those, um, at one point he was, I think, 10 years old and he weighed 43 pounds. Wow. And it's, it's just one of those, yeah, there were many times that we thought we were going to lose him. Mm-hmm. So my challenges have always kind of been family related, which I assume most of them are. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those, I mean, thankfully, um, my, my son is healthy. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I've moved on from the divorce. You okay. know, it's, it's one of those, it's been a year and a half. You know, there's still more healing to do. Sure. But it's, it's one of those, um, I didn't sleep in once. Uh-huh. And the one thing that probably helped me more than anything was walking. Hmm. So it's one of those, um, when, when she told me her plans, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know what else to do. I wasn't going to leave my kids or whatever. Right. But I started waking up at 5, 5.15 in the morning, and I would walk. Started out as a couple miles, then four or five miles. After a while, I was walking almost 10 miles more. And it's one of those, that was my little piece. And at the time, we were in Black Forest. And um, so I would just do the trails and trails and trails. And that, that, that was... That's how I got through it. Okay. Um, you know, um, I, I put some stuff aside. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I put God aside. Mm-hmm. I put church. You know, I, I blamed a lot of people. I didn't take the responsibility myself. Sure. Uh, but it's it's one of those. Walking helped me with my challenge of the divorce. Okay. Uh, finding the right situation for my son made him healthy. Mm-hmm. So. I didn't hide from it. I didn't run from it. I walked from it. Right. But it's, right. it's one of those. Um, my biggest challenge is going to be my biggest success. And I'm still going through it. Sure. And it's, it's one of those, they say something like it takes one year for every five years that you're married. Oh, wow. So, you know, realistically, I, I could be going through this for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm too stubborn, buddy. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's <laughs> Not one, this guy. Yeah, but it's one of those, I'm going to beat it. I'm going mm-hmm. to... And, and I am already. You know, there's certain things I did. I, I'm um, Last year, I stayed busy. Mm-hmm. So I volunteered a lot. I went down to Care and Share, and I was volunteering once a day at Care and Share. Oh, uh, because of the walking, I lost 35 pounds. Um, you know, I, I was doing volunteering. I was doing whatever I could. Went down to Pikes Peak Association of Realtors, mm-hmm. which you need to volunteer at. Yes. PPAR is amazing. Well said. Uh, but it's it's one of those, and, and they are friends. And I didn't realize it until I went down there. And I, I, I had some wonderful relationships with people down there. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those... Um, I got involved with the board, and I was doing YPN, and I was doing community relations, and um, it's one of those, I tried to stay as busy as I could, and that's another way I could kind of get through my day, but I'm beginning to tame off on some of those, and I'm getting healthier, Hmm. you know, this business coach is one of the last things I need to do, I need to get my mind back into the game, am I working every day, yeah, I'm still working 40 hours a week, right, 
But am I working smart? No, not not as I want to yet, but okay. I'm going to again. Get there. You know, and it's one of those, you know, I wish I had more listings, I wish I had more buyers, but they're coming every day. Sure. And it's one of those I'm 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 getting the momentum again. Mm. So um some of the Titans that you've interviewed are, are some of the agents that I respect the most because they're working the 10, 15, 20 deals at a time. Mm-hmm. I'm working on a couple. Right. But it's one of those, watch out. Love it. Yeah, love it. I mean, Chris, the the energy is so intoxicating. Hopefully you guys are are feeling this through the camera or hearing this uh, in your headphones, but that's so inspiring. I mean, the challenge that you dealt with, you know, very personal that you just shared, so thank you for doing that. Um, But I, I think that that truly represents that with a positive attitude and mentality and good people supporting around you, keep moving forward and you learn from and you grow and, and look at who you are today, continually growing and scaling and, and inspiring others. So I, I think that that's great. And again, I just want to thank you for sharing. It's not easy to air your stuff out in front of everybody. Uh, but I do want to shift gears to a slightly softer question. Um, so Perfect. we made it through Let's that. Right. We made it through. But uh, this is one of my favorites. It's the travel back in time. Okay. So if you could travel back in time, and give young Chris a piece of advice or two. And this is any age range. It okay. could be a year ago. It could be 10 years ago. It could be little Chris. What would you say to your younger self? Um, there's certain things I don't regret. Okay. You know, even yeah. though the marriage didn't work out, sure. I, I, I got two amazing kids out of it. Love it. Um, so nothing to do with that. During this process, the one thing I've done a lot is I've listened to a lot of motivational uh, speeches. Okay. So I'm not a huge reader, hmm. but uh, whoever invented Spotify is genius. There you go. Yeah. So we'll get to that in a bit oh, yeah. for sure. All but it, it's one of those, I listen to a lot of things. Hmm. Um, boy, my, my brain's not thinking. No, uh, you're but good. It, it's one of those, um, there's... Steve Jobs. Okay, yeah. So Steve Jobs did a commencement speech, and I think it was at a college before he passed away. Wow. And one of the things he he said is, you have one life. Hmm. You have one life. Don't waste it. Don't waste it on TV. Don't waste it on this stuff. And Hmm. it took me quite a few times to really hear it. Wow. And maybe I'm stubborn or whatever. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I have one life. But, you know, I, I, I can't miss American Idol tonight. Yeah. <laughs> or I, I've got one life, but I can't miss whatever. Wow. Well, last year and a lot of this year, I've kind of gotten a little lazy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's one of those, I, I took it to heart. So I stopped TV. I stopped a lot of things. Wow. And I started taking advantage of that one life. Hmm. I went skydiving last year. Get out of here. That's great. My 70-year-old mom. No way. Sorry, Mom. Uh, <laughs> sorry about the age thing. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's one of the... I, I'm 52. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's one of those... She's always wanted to do it. Mm. And, and I, I knew it. But, and it's something I wanted to do. So uh, we set it up. And last year we went to kind of the Greeley area, which is okay. north of Denver. Yeah. And we went up there and we, we, we jumped out of a plane. Wow. What and, an awesome um, story. So it's, you know, it's one of those, I I remember, you know, and we didn't do the class, you know, we didn't do the whole shebang where you can jump out, no. Get the guy behind me, strap him on, you know, give me a ring, whatever you have to do, but you're you're holding on. Yeah. (laughs) But it's one of those, uh, he was like, okay, so the first thing is you're going to hop on the wheel, we're going to do a flip, and then you're going to jump, and I'm thinking... What? 
I think that's pee going down my leg right now. <laughs> it feels a little warm. But, right yeah, but it's one of those, I did it, and I, I was wow. thrilled about it, and I did it with my mom. So and great. so what does she do every single Tuesday? She sends me pictures of us skydiving oh, before or wow. after, and 22 weeks, 27 weeks, whatever. And I think mm. we're at like 40-something weeks since we did it. But I know it was on a Tuesday because she sends me a text every Tuesday. Wow. So even though it's one of the coolest things I ever did, it's one of the coolest things I, uh, I did with her. Sure. But the one thing you asked, you know, what would I do? Yeah, what would you I, say to yourself? What advice would you give? Take a chance. Take a chance. Don't, wow. don't let your own fears. And fears are everywhere. Wow, yeah. But don't let your own fears get in the way of life. And I did. You know, I had a sister that had, in my opinion, mm-hmm. everything just seemed easy for her. Okay. And for me, everything seemed hard. So one thing I did in school is I didn't do. Mm-hmm. I didn't try as hard. I didn't go out for the sports as much. I didn't go out for student council. I didn't do whatever. Mm-hmm. I was so afraid to fail, I didn't try. Wow. I'm nice. not afraid to try. Because you know what? If I fail, I'm going to learn from that now. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those, that's what I would do, is I would go back and say, try. Hmm. Try to ask that girl that's way too good looking for you to go Yeah, out. right? Um, you know, go and, um, I, I missed a prom. Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, actually I missed a couple proms yeah. because I was too afraid to ask. Ask. Yeah. Do. Try. Jump. Hmm. That's what I would tell myself, wow. is just do it. Because there's worse things in the world than failing. And now as an adult, when I fail, I learn from it. So if I would have learned that lesson when I was 10, 7, 12, 30, whatever, life would be different. Hmm. And life is different, but that's what I would do, is go back and say, try. Wow, that's that's huge advice, and it's really resonating with me personally into that. I mean, there's so many people that that are restricted by the fears um, in their lives, and anybody who's watching or listening to this can really understand it and have that and say, oh, it's easy to say get over it and just do it, but there's so much truth to that. Failure is the biggest part of success. No one really likes to talk about it, um, but it's true. Anybody who's had any level of success has failed way more than they've succeeded. And, and that's just the truth about it. So the sooner we understand that, change is you know constant. Fear is going to be a thing. If we're not afraid, if we're not nervous, we're in the wrong spot. Correct. You know, so I love the fact that you're saying that and going through. And again, the wisdom that's coming out of this man is, is through the moon. There, there is so, a gray hair or two. So. Uh, I love this. I love this. So, Chris, that was great. Super, super good into the advice. And again, not just for everybody watching and listening, myself included. This is great stuff. Awesome. Um, I do want to go into the, the next question. And it is a crowd pleaser into okay. that. This is the uh, feeding of the mind portion. Okay. So, um, a lot of the viewers and listeners of the series, they want to know what the Titans have done or continue to do to grow their mind. What are they feeding themselves that way to, uh, mentally? So um, books you're reading or have read, podcasts you're listening to or currently listening to, uh, influencers or coaches, how are you feeding your mind? Um, not books. Sure. So the, on- the honest answer is not books. Sure. Um, I don't know if I don't have the patience, but it's one of those I've never been a book guy. Sure, yeah. Um, 
podcasts. I mean, the the fact that we have Spotify, the mm-hmm. fact that we have podcasts. I mean, you know, I mean, we're walking around with these computers that oh, are yeah. also phones, that are also right. flashlights, that are also whatever. Yeah. Um. So every morning, I'm still going for a walk, and I'm listening to 45 minutes to an hour and a half of just motivational, Love and that. that gets my day going. Okay. So, my day starts where I'm up, up around 5:30, okay. and I'm walking for give or take an hour and a half. So I can be at home by seven and I can leave by eight. Love it. That that's kind of my wonderful boring routine, but it works for me and it works really well. Mm-hmm. But to go back, I would say movies. Okay. I mean, I I I, yeah, I, I love film. I, I love and I and I'm a big sports fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, being from Michigan, sure. I, I'm a Michigan Wolverines fan. Yeah, go blue. <laughs> and uh, but being in Colorado for this long, you know, I'm a Broncos. I'm a Rockies. I'm a, I, I I love the hometowns. Mm-hmm. Um, but sports have always been the thing. So I remember one movie, and I, I, I'm going to get the year wrong, but I'm going to say about 20 or 25 years ago, Okay. probably wrong on that, right. was a movie called Rudy. Oh, yeah. Classic. Oh, loves it. And, and I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. Is it an award winner? No. Is it whatever? But here's this guy that had nothing. He shouldn't be there. I mean, it, it's a guy named Sean... Aston, I think his mm-hmm. name is, and uh, some people would know him from the Goonies. He was one of the Goonies. The Goonies uh, from Lord of the Rings. He was Samwise Gamgee. There you go. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So he's five foot nothing, a hundred mm-hmm. and nothing, and that's part of the movie. Sure. But he wants to play at Notre Dame. In Notre Dame, for who doesn't know, are some of the biggest, some of the strongest, some of the whatever. So here's this five foot nothing guy that goes to a place where he shouldn't be. And people told him that his whole life. But he says, this is my dream. This is what I'm going to do. So those kind of things. I mean, yeah, Rocky was wonderful. Uh, You know, there's some amazing, remember the Titans. You know, there's some amazing ones. But Rudy really spoke to me more than anything. And and I bet I've seen the movie at least 50 times. Mm. And and now it's one of those, you know, good old YouTube. You can just kind of go to the end. And sometimes if you need the... Whatever, but I actually listen to that on Spotify. I'll okay. listen to motivational speeches and movies or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because for me, if it's in a movie, mm-hmm. I can you know if I'm walking around, I can picture that scene and it gets me going, mm-hmm. it gets me excited. So listening to stuff is great, but overall. It was movies, and wow. honestly, sports movies. Ah, um, that's that are, huge. Um, that's huge. We're kindred spirits. <laughs> that are, you know, other ones. Like if you ever saw uh, Will Smith did Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Another one of those. You know, he had nothing to, he shouldn't Jerry be there. That one, yeah. But it's it's one of those, I, I love the underdog story. Mm-hmm. You know, Rocky's probably the number one, but it's, it's one of those. Um, Ru- Rudy was probably my number one. Mm-hmm movie and it's the one that probably keeps me going more than anything of that and, and I, I that's huge perspective I mean for for everybody out there um, you know who's really tuning into this the the point of you know consuming information to grow your mind and, and get inspired that's what it's all about it doesn't matter if you're reading the books physically or if you're listening to it on audible or Spotify or if you're watching it on YouTube or you're actually sitting and watching a film um, whether it's on Netflix or Hulu or Roku or Apple TV um, I think that the point is that you're putting great stuff in, and that's that's the most important thing, and continuance. And, and uh, I love that it's motivational, it's inspirational. We all need a little push, and no matter how strong Absolutely. we are, you know, we need that extra, 
you know, whether it's physical people or, or that motivation. So I love the fact that you mentioned that, Chris. I mean, I think that's great. Well, and if you don't, good for you. I do. I do. I, I, I mean, <laughs> whoever you are, to call us yeah. or, or reach out to us. Yeah, we, we need whatever you have. Yeah, because it's, it's one of those, if you can do it on your own, good for you, yeah. but I can't. Right. And it, it's one of those, I, I've listened to more stuff, I've watched more stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it's one of those, it feeds me. And I need, I need that. I need that food. I need it. Love it. Feeding the mind, everybody. Feeding so, the mind, my friend. I'm going to put links in the comments down below so you can feed your mind the same way that this man is. I'm super, super excited for that. Chris, this has been chock full of amazing info. So many takeaways and crucial for everybody to really implement in their business. I want to wrap everything up with a final question. Go for it. This one ends up being the quote or the mantra that you might live by that sums you up as a professional, as a person. What's that look like for Chris Cooper? Um, I had one in my previous life, okay. my married life, and, and that, that, that's a different chapter. Sure. So that, that one's gone. Okay. Um, I'm pretty proud of the I didn't sleep in once. Yes, I love it. Um, that's probably what it is yeah. right now. Because, you it's know, there, there's still the days, there's still those Saturdays or Sundays you, you're, you're not motivated. Sure. Um, don't sleep in. Don't, don't not try. Just, just do it. I mean, who cares if you fail? Right. Um, so it's it's one of those. I I, in eighteen months, I guarantee, buddy, I guarantee, I failed more than probably my previous thirty seven years. Wow. Because I'm trying. Do you try. hear this? Just try. Wow. And if you fail, you fail. Who cares? I mean, it's it's one of those you move on and you learn from it. And I've learned so much. So my biggest negative is going to be my my biggest positive. Wow. Chris, th- this is huge. I, I want to thank you for taking time. You're an official real estate titan, my friend. All right, buddy. Yes, I'm honored. This is amazing. Everybody, thank you so much, as always, for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like what we're doing here at Real Estate Titans, don't forget to throw us a like on Facebook, subscribe to YouTube, um, take a look at us, or I should say a listen on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Um, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Bye, all. Thank you.